my brothers and sisters in Christ, as we begin Palm Sunday, we also begin Holy Week, the holiest week of the church's year, as we remember the final night of Jesus, his arrest, his crucifixion, his death, and on Easter Sunday, the resurrection. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. As soon as morning came, the chief priests with the elders and the scribes, that is, the whole Sanhedrin, held a council. They bound Jesus, led him away, and handed him over to Pilate. Pilate questioned him, Are you the king of the Jews? He said to him in reply, You say so. The chief priests accused him of many things. Again, Pilate questioned him, Have you no answer? See how many things they accuse you of? Jesus gave no further answer, so that Pilate was amazed. Now on the occasion of the feast, he used to release to them one prisoner whom they requested. A man called Barabbas was then in prison, along with the rebels who had committed murder and a rebellion. The crowd came forward and began to ask him to do for them as he was accustomed. Pilate answered, Do you want me to release to you the king of the Jews? For he knew that it was out of envy that the chief priests had handed him over. But the chief priests stirred up the crowd to have him release Barabbas for them instead. Pilate again said to them in reply, Then what do you want me to do with the man you call the king of the Jews? They shouted again, Crucify him. Pilate said to them, Why? What evil has he done? They only shouted the louder, Crucify him. So Pilate, wishing to satisfy the crowd, released Barabbas to them, and after he had Jesus scourged, handed him over to be crucified. The soldiers led him away inside the palace, that is, the praetorium, and assembled the whole cohort. They clothed him in purple, and weaving a crown of thorns, placed it on him. They began to salute him with, Hail, King of the Jews, and kept striking his head with a reed and spitting upon him. They knelt before him in homage, and when they had mocked him, they stripped him of the purple cloak, dressed him in his own clothes, and led him out to crucify him. They pressed into service a passerby, Simon, a Cyrenian, who was coming in from the country, the father of Alexander and Rufus, to carry his cross. They brought him to the place of Golgotha, which is translated place of the skull. They gave him wine drugged with myrrh, but he did not take it. Then they crucified him and divided his garments by casting lots for them to see what each should take. It was nine o'clock in the morning when they crucified him. The inscription of the charge against him read, The King of the Jews. With him they crucified two revolutionaries, one on his right and one on his left. Those passing by reviled him, shaking their heads, saying, Aha! You who would destroy the temple and rebuild it in three days, save yourself by coming down from the cross. Likewise, the chief priests with the scribes mocked him among themselves and said, He saved others. He cannot save himself. Let the Christ, the King of Israel, come down now from the cross, that we may see and believe. Those who were crucified with him also kept abusing him. At noon darkness came over the whole land until three in the afternoon, 
And at three o'clock, Jesus cried out in a loud voice, Eloi, Eloi, lima sabachthani, which is translated, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Some of the bystanders who heard it said, Look, he is calling Elijah. One of them ran, soaked a sponge with wine, put it on a reed, and gave it to him to drink, saying, Wait, let us see if Elijah comes to take him down. Jesus gave a loud cry and breathed his last. The veil of the sanctuary was torn in two from top to bottom. When the centurion who stood facing him saw how he breathed his last, he said truly, This man was the Son of God. The Gospel of the Lord. Joseph Schultz was a soldier drafted into the German army in World War II. Early one morning, the officer in charge called out eight junior officers, commanding them to grab their rifles and follow him up a hill. Schultz was one of the eight. After marching to the top of the hill, he spotted an entire row of villagers standing at the bottom blindfolded. Only then did he realize what he would be asked to do. The commanding officer ordered the eight young men to raise their rifles. Seven did. Schultz didn't. As his rifle hit the ground, the others watched in amazement as Schultz ignored his superior's call to return walking down to the base of the hill instead. Turning back, he looked up at his friends. Then the officer issued the command, Fire! Later found inside Schultz's pocket was a verse from St. Paul, Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices in the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes and always perseveres. Love perseveres. The life and death of Joseph Schultz begs age-old questions. Why must people suffer? Why is there evil in the world? Where is God in all of this? These are questions the world has asked again throughout the last year of this pandemic. Questions Americans might have asked after the senseless shootings in Atlanta and Boulder this past week. Questions we also might ask, where is God? And we stop and look at what happened to Jesus in today's gospel. Though this is an incomplete answer, it will never satisfy us. Part of the reason why there is evil in this world is because of human freedom. Those seven soldiers could have lowered their rifles, but they fired them instead. Schultz, on the other hand, used his freedom much like Jesus. Throughout his life, Jesus gives himself away. He serves the poor, heals the sick, and forgives sinners. On the last day of his life, Jesus walks down the hill, so to speak, and stands in solidarity with the blindfolded villagers. He stands with sinners 
with the weak, with the hungry, the poor, the powerless, with the innocent victims of war. While Jesus doesn't prevent evil from happening to them or to us, he stands in solidarity with us, promising that we shall be victorious in the end. This is our faith. On Easter Sunday, Jesus rises from the tomb first, paving the way for the rest of us to follow. But I wonder, like Jesus and that brave soldier Joseph Schultz, do we stand for what we believe in, especially when challenged? Or are there times when we misuse our freedom? As we enter into Holy Week, we're encouraged to embrace this strange, mysterious truth that love conquers in the end. Although many in our world have walked through the valley of darkness, the valley of unjust suffering and evil, the Lord is with us, promising we shall rise again and live with him in a place where there is only safety and love and peace. But in order to reach it first, we must journey to Calvary.